I hope everybody's feeling blessed on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday morning that God has woke us up in. If you are happy that God woke you up this morning, give him some praise right where you're standing. Petition the Holy Spirit to come on in the room and have his way today in your life. Heavenly Father, we come boldly to the throne, oh Heavenly Father. We cast all our cares upon you on this day, Father God. We thank you for breathing breath into our bodies, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you for every working organ and limb that you have decided, Father God, that it was your will, Father God, that will be active and activated today, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord, for the swift movement in our lives, oh Father God, breaking strongholds, Father God, changing minds, Father God. We thank you for your grace and your mercy and your will be done in our lives, oh Father God. As we go forth in this day, Father God, Father God, let your light shine so brightly upon us, Father God, that when we walk into a room, Father God, they know that you're with us, oh Heavenly Father. Father God, let your oil get down through, Father God, in us, Father God, and be begin to work, Father God, through us, Father God. Wake up our spiritual man, oh Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you've done and all that you will do in our lives today, Father God, as we go forth in this day, Father God. We thank you in advance for the things that you've done in our lives and that you will do on this day, Father God. We thank you for being clothed and fed, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you for every single hair on our head that you have blessed, oh Father God. Father God, we know that you're in the blessing business, Father God. Father God, let our faith not waver today, oh Father God. Let us have faith as small as a mustard seed, oh Father God. Father God, let us stand on our patience, Father God, and pick up our sword and our shield, which is your word, oh Lord. As we go forth through this day, Father God, may we be a blessing to someone else, oh Heavenly Father. May we bless them, Father God, as you have blessed us, Father God. Father God, continue to pour into us each and every day your word, oh Heavenly Father. Let us thirst after it, Father God, until we cannot thirst no more, Father God. Fill our cups up, oh Lord, on this day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Guys, I know that you felt that. I felt that down in my bones. And, you know, I can't help but to give God some praise. The funny thing is when Satan tries to make a playground in your life, when you look up and God has put his hands on you and you can see in the moment, not after the moment, but in the moment that he worked that thing out for you, 
and you were able to grasp it right there in that moment. I don't care if you were having a bad day. He brought it to your remembrance that, hey, just because it started off bad, we going to end this thing on a good foot. Because he tells us in his word, don't worry. He said, we shall not be afraid of the terror at night. He says in his word, we will not be afraid but by the arrows that fly by by day. That he keeps us. He keeps his hedge of protection around and about us. And I don't know about y'all, but for me, I'm thankful. I don't enjoy the bad days. I don't enjoy not feeling like myself, but I do enjoy when God immediately allows me to recognize his grace and his mercy and how he moving in my life. And I think that's that's something to be praising him for each and every day. When he helps you get over those obstacles that now we think that's just small obstacles. Breathing breath in your body every morning is an obstacle. Some people have to use breathing machines. So when you're walking around and you're smelling that good air, good or bad air, wherever you're at, remember God still has his hands on you because you're still breathing it. When you're walking around and you're listening to your music or you can hear a conversation or have a dialogue with somebody else, remember those ears that you're listening out of, if it wasn't for our Heavenly Father, his grace and his mercy. You wouldn't be listening. And the sound of your voice, being able to praise him. Don't just praise him in your mind. Praise him out loud. Read your word out loud. When you read your word out loud, devils and demons start to tremble because they know that you're communing with your father. And we all know we sit at the table of a king and there's anything on that table, it's for the taking. We don't just have to ask him, we can just take it. That's how much he loves us. Guys, I hope you were blessed on yesterday. I had my hands full. You had to pray our strength. We had a family emergency over here, but I know that God is able to do all things. So I'm not worried one little bit. It just took a little bit of time away from what I usually do. But hey, I'm here. I'm back, and we gonna do what it do. So, guys, when I left off, I left off. I was talking to you guys about about what I read about Jacob and Jacob's sons, and how they had deceived Hamor and Shechem after Shechem had um, defiled Dinah. And I'm on over to where they slaughtered all the men in Hamor's and Shechem's camp at the gate of the city because they were upset. They called themselves getting revenge for Dinah. And we learned from here that God reminds Jacob to go back to his dwelling place, to go back to the place of worship, which is Bethel. He reminds him to go back to Bethel where it all started. 
So Jacob, he tells his sons and his daughters to remove all idol gods, clean their hands, change their clothes, especially Simon and Levi, because they were bloody. They had went and slaughtered these men, stole their children, their wives, plundered their goods. And Jacob's headed on back to Bethel, which means the house of God. When he sits there and he play, he prays to God, God starts to continue to reveal things to him. And he tells him again, your name will not be Jacob, it will be Israel. And for me, that reminded me, when God changes your name, when you turn your life back over to Christ, people will still see you in the same light that they saw you before you changed your life and turned it back over to God. And sometimes we have to ignore what we see from people with the natural eye because Psalms 91 tells us that only we will only see the wicked and the reward of the wicked. That's what he tells us in Psalms 91. So of course we're going to see it out of our eyes, but it's not going to come near us because God gives us that discerning spirit. So when he changed Jacob's name to Israel for me, which means God prevails or God will prevail, I started thinking about it in the terms of me. And God changed my name and made me who I am today. It doesn't matter what the naysayers say that surround you. Start walking in the name that God changed it to. Even though we today still call Jacob, Jacob, he's known as Jacob, Jacob the trickster, Jacob the one that stole Esau's birthright. God changed his name. So as he's going back to dwell in the place that he made the vow to God when he was on the run from Esau, God reminds him that you will no longer be called Jacob. You will be called Israel. That is your name. So I'm at the point where Rebecca's nursemaid, Deborah, she's passed away. And God has blessed Jacob again. And that's what I was just telling you guys about him telling him he would no longer be called Jacob. He said to him, uh, 3511, uh, and God said to him, I am God Almighty, be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company shall come out of thy loins. And the land in which I gave Abraham Isaac, I give to thee, and I give it to the seeds. So Jacob called the place Bethel. Benjamin now is born. Now we get into the story that everybody knows. Everybody knows the story of Joseph and how his brother threw him, his brothers, his 10 brothers, threw him into the pit. Everybody knows um, 
that they were jealous, they were full of envy. But before that, Benjamin is born, and he's the last, he's the youngest of them all. And Rachel dies, but before she dies, she names him Benoni. But Jacob went on to call him Benjamin. And then we find out, and I'm sure as we go along, and I probably remember it somewhere, they threw in there uh, um, Bela, Rachel's maidservant, Reuben, Leah's son, Jacob's son, reaps, uh, um, sleeps with his concubine. And I don't know why they threw that in there. There is some significance to that. I may go back and investigate a little bit more. But I encourage you um, to go back and read chapter 35 through 37. It tells you the lineage of each person. It also tells you about... um, It also tells you about Esau, the father of the Edomites and how he married uh, the Canaan daughters and how he took um, a wife from Ishmael, Abraham's brother. It gives you all that stuff and it just, it kind of packs it in between there before you get to Joseph and his brothers and their envy. So I encourage you to go back and read that. And and as well, Esau was blessed. He was enriched with the land. He was the first one to have an increase on his life. Even though Jacob stole his birthright, stole his blessing, he was the first one to have an enriched lifestyle. God blessed him with the fruit of the lands. However, even though God blessed Esau first, Jacob was blessed later, and his remained longer, and God accomplished what he said that he would do in Jacob's life. Let me just, I had a whole nother conversation this morning but thank you Lord let me just touch on that for just a minute even though Esau was enriched and he was increased first God's promises for Jacob remained and even though Jacob had to work a little bit harder and wait a little bit longer Everything that God told Jacob he was going to do in his life, he done. That's the amazing thing about our Heavenly Father. Everything he promised Jacob he was going to do, he done. Even with Jacob being flawed. And that's a daily reminder to us we sit around we constantly beat ourselves up for things that we can't change our flaws some of us may have attitudes some of us may have a, da- a nasty disposition 
Some of us may have wronged someone and don't quite know how to go and apologize because we don't know how they're going to receive it. Just like Jacob and Esau, Rachel and Leah combating back and forth, competing with the envy and the strife. But each and last one of those people, God used for his glory. Everything that he does in our life is for his glory. Now, I know it's easier said than done to think of it that way when you're going through. Everything seems to be just going wrong. But he has a purpose, especially if he has his hands on your life. If you believe that he died and rose on the third day and it was finished. It was finished. Matthew, Mark, John and Luke tells us the story of our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, when he showed up on the scene. It is finished. He came to do what man could not do. So even with Miss Victoria J, I do have my moments, my small moments of questioning why certain things in my life are going certain directions. But I quickly snap back within seconds, within minutes. And that wouldn't have been me years ago because I'm quickly reminded of all the wonderful things that God has already did in my life. And maybe today, it's not such a great day, but get through it with God's grace and mercy. I call out to him if I need to. I talk to him while I'm washing the dishes or vacuuming the floor. God, I need you today. Help my unbelief, help my mind. Help me with my walk. Let me hear a word from you. Let me get into my word so I can see what you're trying to tell me about how to get through this moment because this moment will too. It shall pass. But you see what God did there. God took Jacob back to the place where Jacob made the vow. God didn't twist his arm and tell him to make a vow to serve him. He already had an anointing on his life. And even though Jacob did everything that he could to get Esau's blessing, he already had that anointing on his life. He already had that blessing. He already had that green light from God. Let's go. So guess what? You guys know the saying, work work smarter, not harder. He was already working harder, but those things had to come to pass. Just like in our lives, if we could work smarter instead of harder, then we may not get the blessing or see the blessing out of what God is trying to show us in our life. And if he gave it all to us at once 
and showed us how to do it. And we never went through anything before we got to our land of milk and honey. Then we would sidestep all the bad stuff just to get to the good stuff. And we wouldn't need him anymore. And he wouldn't get the glory out of it anymore. So we go through things. And my aunt, my confidant, bless her. She's always telling me things, catchy sayings, but true sayings. And one she said to me, she said, Victoria, I'm going to tell you like your grandmother used to tell me. The Bible is the roadmap to life. Follow it. Go straight and turn right. Go straight and turn right. So as I'm getting back into his word, going back and rereading things that I've already read, some of it, I remember it and it stuck, some of it, I'm picking up new gems and I'm finding out, just like with this story, Every family goes through something. Every person goes through something. Everybody has a battle, whether it's spiritual or physical. There is truly nothing new under the sun. Hold tight to God. Reference the word. Get it down in your soul. Reference it. Take the lessons from the word and apply it to your life. And every day, it's not gonna be an easy one. But if it was easy, then you wouldn't need our Heavenly Father. Take that and be blessed today. Heavenly Father, I just thank you right now for giving me the words to say. May it change hearts and minds today. May I meditate on your word. Let it penetrate in my heart, oh Lord. Thank you for using me as a vessel and the anointing that you have placed on my on my life. Let me not lean to my own understanding, but in all your ways, all my ways, acknowledge you. Guys, be happy on this Thursday. Live it as if you have lived your last. We all go through something. We all lose people. And then we all gain people. Be a beacon of hope or a blessing for somebody on this day. Peace and blessings to you all. Don't forget to share with a friend. Have them head on over to Spotify or any of their listening platforms. I do want to do this. I want to give a shout out to Miss Tanya over at Wake Forest Baptist O. B-G-Y-N. She was my nurse. She took my blood the other day, and I told her about the show. She hopped right on her phone, started following me. So thank you, thank you, Tanya. You have been in my thoughts. Bless you, bless you, bless you. And I can't wait to fellowship with you some more. You was a blessing 
to me the other day, sticking me just right, <laughs> that I didn't feel that need of going in and going out. So thank you, blessings to you, and shouts out to all the wonderful people that follow Morning Inspirations and 12th Street Talkbacks, regular scheduled Programs. Head on over to Bonfire. Get your T-shirt, www.bonfire.com slash 12th uh, score. What's the line? Street underscore back underscore um, 12th Street talk back underscore. Just kidding at Bonfire. <laughs> and grab your T-shirt. We've got one over there with that saying on it. Go straight turn right and we also have another one over there that does say the bible is the road map to life follow it be blessed in all you do today peace and blessings to you This podcast is sponsored by Faithful Counseling. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria J. from 12th Street Talk Back and Morning Inspirations. Did you guys pour into yourself? I hope you poured into yourself today. If not, sometimes we can need a little bit more pouring. And today, I'm here to offer you just that with my new friends and partners, Faithful Counseling. You all always hear me talk about partnering with my Christian Conrads in Christ and always needing that extra shoulder to lean on as well as my faith. Well, today you can take comfort in having that exact same partner with Faithful Counseling. Thank you, Faithful Counseling, for sponsoring this podcast. With Faithful Counseling, you will get access to your needs and you'll be matched with your own licensed professional therapist who is a practicing Christian. That's right, who is a practicing Christian. You can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's text, chat, phone, or video call. And you can message your therapist at any time to schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. And if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional cost. With Faithful Counseling, you get the same professionalism and quality you can expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling, flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at faithfulcounseling.com slash 12th Street Talk Back. That's faithfulcounseling.com slash 12th Street Talk Back. I've also linked it in the description below. Let's start pouring into yourself today with your new partner at Faithful Counseling.